Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Joining us on the Trocare College Live Line, Rick Klein. A look at everything in the week in politics, ABC News political director. All right, Rick, a pretty eventful week, including the House voting to open an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Um, it's a move, Rick, that I think is just so clear to see was going to happen at some point, right? We've been warned about this since the impeachment against President Trump, right? You know, when now it's going to happen frequently and uh, more often, and, and here we go. Yeah, quite literally, I think something that's been threatened before Joe Biden was even inaugurated. Uh, and, and, you know, we also, you know, to the casual viewer, maybe a little confusing because there was already an investigation that's been going on for the better part of a year into Joe Biden's business practices. This is more of a procedural step, but it's a meaningful one because it put the entire House Republican conference on record and now a majority of the House and saying there should be this formal inquiry. As a practical matter, it doesn't change things. It gives some more fodder for uh, uh, legal battles that we're expecting over documents and witness testimony and the like. But uh, it also just puts the it puts the house on a on a on a track that might be hard to get off of. It's hard to imagine that they put all this time and resources into this inquiry and then say, you know what, never mind. Uh, it looks more than likely that they'll move toward a formal impeachment at some time, uh, not, you know, not so distant future. Does just the word impeachment though have a negative connotation? So even if it doesn't go forward, is is this just the goal of Republicans? Yeah, I mean, look, on one level, you can say the Republicans have not found a smoking gun. On another level, you can say the smoke may be the point. And the, the, this effort is uh, it, is a political effort by its nature, and it might uh, it might just put a cloud around uh, around Joe Biden that's sufficient to, to underscore concerns about him over a, a long period of time. And that might be part of what's going on here. Um, you know, don't be shocked that there's politics going on in Washington. But the bottom line, you know, is that is that there's going to be uh, I, I think an association of him with the uh, the questionable and even uh, and even wrong business dealings of his of his son that, um, that that may or may not ever get connected to, uh, to to Joe the president himself. So I feel like it's all kind of intertwined in that way, and, and you can't really talk about this without without talking about that reality. Uh, holiday break in Washington, but not exactly. What does that look like this week and next week? Well, first, the, the, the Senate isn't exactly going away. They're now announcing plans to try to reach a deal on border security that could be packaged with Ukraine funding. It doesn't look like the House is going to uh, stick around for any action like that. But there will be a last kind of last ditch effort to to try to get that done. Um, so that should be kind of going on in one in one corner. And in another corner, 
we are, you know, we're just uh, about five weeks away from the start of, uh, of voting in Iowa and New Hampshire, and the presidential campaign will be heating up. We're going to see kind of a last, uh, a last push of campaigning before the holidays, and, and it's going to be an intense one because, you know, we're all going to wake up January 2nd and realize that we're just two weeks away from, uh, from, from voting. Yeah. Um, it, with Congress, you know, with the border issue that's still unresolved, the Senate's dealing with that, shouldn't the House have stuck around? It's my understanding that they have recessed. For the holiday break, yeah, they are, they're gone, and you know, to their their point is they've done what they are going to do, and and it's now on the Senate. I mean, they can pick up the pieces after after the holiday. I think there was kind of a general exhaustion of what, what happened in the House, rightly or wrongly. A lot of it was self inflicted, as we know. They went through all those rounds of voting to try to actually even find a House Speaker, um, and yeah, this is you know, Speaker Johnson just just decided to let his guys uh, go home for uh, for Christmas and uh, and pick up the pieces after that. Okay. Uh, we are, you know, continuing to assess the fallout and the impact on the U.S. from the conflict in the Middle East. And Rick, there appears to be some new calls internationally over the past couple of days for the U.S. to play kind of this ongoing role in the future there, that after the war is settled, you know, if that happens, it's a pretty presumptuous, right? that the U.S. should be the basically the police force of, of a two-state solution uh, between Israel and Palestine. I, is there any appetite for this uh, amongst the administration, the current administration, or anybody in Washington? To, to, to see us as a kind of a police force? No. I mean, I think I don't think that's something that's in the cards. And I think that, you know, talking about how campaigns are talking about this, talking about how the president's uh, – is talking about this. I, they've, they've been pretty clear that this has to end in, in um, you know, basically with the Palestinians and the Israelis learning how to live side by side. Uh, I don't think that there would be a lot of trust in the international community for the United States playing a longer-term peacekeeping role. I can imagine some short-term assistance, but um, you know, I think that we're we're entering a critical phase where the American side is clearly trying to signal to the Israelis that uh, it's time to maybe uh, let up a little bit and uh, and, and allow for you know, more, more consideration of humanitarian concerns. Um, but uh, whether the Israelis listen to that or not is, is, is kind of an open question. I, I think we're in a, it's going to be a precarious time. Um, and in my sense is we're just, you know, going to have to have to be watching this day by day. It's really been a packed political week uh, with news. Um, former President Trump's immunity request, that is going to be taken up by the Supreme Court. How quickly do you expect them to rule? And, and what are you thinking how they're going to side? Well, I know they've got some hearings scheduled even before Christmas, but, you know, I, I'm always skeptical of the idea of a fast movement from the Supreme Court. They um, they get to make their own rules. They get to make their own time frame around these things. And it just it, it never seems to be fast. So, you know, we'll have to see. I, 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 I don't feel like this this piece of it is sort of settled in people's minds. There's so much up in the air legally right now. It feels like uh, what Jack Smith, the special counsel, what his team is trying to do is kind of you know, get some get as much early clarity as they can on some of these basics, knowing that there's going to be so many questions that that swirl around how the how this this proceeds. And if they can if they can get the Supreme Court to kind of clear out some of these um, these questions early on, then then they can proceed apace. But it is a high risk move because you could see a situation where uh, a lot of the a lot of the the, the case that the, the, the special counsel wants to bring is essentially tossed aside uh, before it even gets started. Okay. Hey, Rick, thanks so much for joining us. Rick Klein, ABC News political director.
with us on the Trocare College Live Line. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.